Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new Ike Live. This is the first show of 2022. Hope you're having a great night. Uh, Saturday night. What's everybody doing out there, Dave, tonight, you think? Watching football? What are they doing at home? Just uh, doing that? Maybe they, got, maybe, that? maybe they got the game on one on the yeah, big TV and they got their it? phone on with the, with the Ike Live. I don't okay. know. People still watch that game, huh? Yeah, dude. Apparently they do, it's man. Wild. I didn't even know the birds were playing tonight. So well, they're playing Dallas. The game is meaningless, right? Except for right. momentum and and I'm not besmirching people it. that watch yeah. it. I yeah. really miss the days, Brian, when we would all go to the bar and be in on it and actually care. I miss the days. What happened, Dave? <laughs> well, what happened was we realized it wasn't just the Clintons killing people. A whole lot of other <laughs> stuff was going on. <laughs> That's what happened, dude. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, everyone realized right. it ain't just the Clintons murdering people over bad land deals. It's like a whole bunch <laughs> more going on. And and uh, that's what wrecked it for me. <laughs> me too. There's other stuff happening. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of other stuff happening in the world. Like Bill Taylor officially retired. retired. Wow. Congrats to Bill Taylor. What a great career over there at, at MLF, FLW. Man, that's, that was awesome. Yeah. We love Bill Taylor. So yeah, I, I, he's a great guest on Ike Live. He's been a great yeah. guest. So I, yeah. yeah, channeled through Swindle and Luke Duncan. Yeah, right. A lot, a lot <laughs> we of actually did have the real, real. We had the real one on. Did we? Here was my question, <laughs> Pete. So he just retired. How early is too early to ha ask Bill to come on and then spill some dirt? You know, Because like Tripp, <laughs> he has to have great stories from his decades of, of being you know, tournament director. He's got to have great stories. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I he ain't know. telling them. I, yeah, he nah, he he's a professional. Nah, he's a southern gentleman. You yeah. think? The problem it, is it, that it, someone from like Bergen County wasn't the tournament director for thirty years. Yeah, but he's <laughs> here at all. Yeah, but he's retired now. So does he actually care? You think? Yeah, because he's maybe, a southern gentleman. Maybe he didn't. Re maybe he didn't retire on good terms. Oh, and he'd be. You know, right. ready to spill some dirt. Pete, you know them guys better than us. They're not like that. They're wired differently than us, man. Yeah. They just, unless you're Mouth what? of the South, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, whatever, the, the wrestling guy. Mouth of the South, Jimmy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, you're going real old school. Uh, well, Jimmy, Hart. Or, Jimmy Hart. Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy yeah. Hart. Yeah. yeah, that was Jimmy Hart. Um, hey, hey, Mike. Yeah, Pete. Mike, I know I, we were trying to get mad on. I don't know if they're still... Uh, trying to get him. Yeah, we're out, but, trying uh, to introduce him. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got, Pete? No, give it to <laughs> him. What do you got? If he's on and ready to go, go. But I, I have a top five list from Ike, for Ike Live 2021. My highlights. All right, put, uh, let's put a pin. Ike Live show. Pete, All right, Pete. All right. Let's put let's put a pin in that. Right. And, uh, yeah, Brian wants to put a pin at it. Let's get let's get Matt on him. We'll, we'll do come that. back to that. We'll, we will do that. We'll uh <laughs> I, I'm so excited to have this guy on. I can't, uh, Brian, I cannot believe we've had this podcast for how many years now? Eight? Eight years. Yeah. And this is the first time we've had Matt on? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, it's, uh, it's That's incredible. I don't believe it. Nine? Uh, nine years? Dude, I think it's coming on nine. Is it going on nine? Hey, you're nine. looking at me like I know. You didn't even have me on first year. Day was an afterthought. Eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Day was an afterthought. Uh, but I'm excited to get this guy on, uh, BASS Elite Touring Pro, Toyota Pro, Matt Airy joining us for the first time on Ike Live. Very excited to have Matt on. Matt, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How you doing tonight? I'm doing better than I deserve. I might be in the doghouse after this. I told Brian the other day when he texted me to, to come on the show, I said, you know what? I said, like you said a minute ago, I said, I've never had the opportunity to go on Ike Live, and I, I don't want to miss it. And 
I'm down here in Isla Mirada. Today's my wife's 41st birthday. What? We're celebrating what? 15 year, and we're celebrating 15 years of, of marriage. Wow. A little late anniversary present. A little trip that we took <laughs> together. And I said, so if I get divorced after this, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Well, first, first. I don't think we have a divorce yet on our list. No, we don't. We have we have physical <laughs> altercations. We do have a couple fist fights that uh, we yes. can claim. <laughs> but not a divorce yet. So. Congratulations on that, and I and <laughs> I I do understand that. Like, if I I look and I keep up with people's social media, and you see a lot of touring pros, no matter what circuit, this time of the year they're taking like these trips and these little getaways, and you know whether it's yeah. whether it's as you know uh, an anniversary or just it's like the deep breath before the season starts. Do you feel like that a little bit, Matt? Like, like I look at the calendar and shit, it's like February already. We're, we're almost at, at the St. John's. Do you feel like this is your last, like, deep breath of, of relaxation? Oh, yeah, this is, this is our last hurrah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, uh, you know, I can't, I can't fish 12 months out of the year. I, I, would, I have to release, and I have to kind of just kick back and, and change my entire, uh, entire approach to life. I mean, I got two little girls, and, and you got kids, as you know, and that's – that's kind yeah. of what I dedicate my off season to is my family. I, I love deer hunt and things like that too. Yeah. But um, I just, I like, I, since our last event um, at the St. Lawrence there in New York, I, I probably went <laughs> over two months without making a cast. And uh, for, but I'm just one of those, I'm just, I'm just that type that I, I kind of need that release, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And we've, uh, we've talked about it before on the show but there are anglers in the off season that want to get away from it purposely, that leave it, and they feel like they're refreshed when they get back. And then there's other anglers that like are so obsessed they don't want to stop. You know, they keep competing, they keep fishing like every other day. So it's interesting that you know that that difference there. Uh, but I I want to I want to say something real quick, which is it's so funny, Matt. Last year. I got to sit back and sort of watch. It was such a nice year for me, right? Because I got to watch MLF. I got to watch Bass. I got to watch you guys and as a fan. And I had so many friends and, and people I know here in, in the circles of New Jersey saying, watching the classic and watching the elites last year and saying, oh, man, yeah, you see this, this new guy, Matt Airy, this new, this new Toyota guy? Oh, man, he's on fire. Where did this guy come from? And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> do, do, do you get a little bit of that? Is it is it it's shocking to me that people are finding you for the first time since you've been over at Bass, which has been since 2019. Do you get that a lot? Do people not realize uh, that you've been fishing no, forever? A hundred percent. I mean, that's that's, uh, you know, when we, when we got the invitation to come over during the split, that was one of the biggest reasons I made the decision because, you know, and, and this nothing against FLW or yeah. anything, this is not a stab or a jab or whatever, but, you know, I felt like my personal brand, you know, had, had kind of hit a ceiling and not hit a ceiling over there, so to speak, but I just wanted to reach more eyeballs. I wanted to reach a new fan base. And, and let's be honest, Bassmaster has the biggest fan base in the world, period. I yeah. mean, I, you cannot argue that. Agreed. And, um, since I made that, that transition in 2019, it, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I get that a lot. And uh, of course, you know, after the classic this year and, and uh, just being on the elite platform is, is really, um, it's helped me help my brand, help my sponsorships. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a, um, it's been a blessing in disguise because, 
you know, the first thing I made a lot of calls when that, when that, when that first call made, and of course, talked to my wife first and foremost and sponsors were the next, you know, the next, next people I reached out to. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't regret that decision one bit and, uh, Hey, I mean, when you get a free pass to come over, who, who's, you know, who's not going to take that. Yeah. Well, I know one or two that didn't take it, but I'm not going to say anything bad. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think a lot of people also didn't realize, and I don't even know if Brian Carpenter realized this. Did you know Matt won the uh, FLW Cup back in 2000? Was it five, six, seven? Oh, uh, six. Yeah, as a oh, co-angler. Oh, six. As a co-angler. Did you know that, Brian Carpenter? I did not know How that. about that? Oh, five, oh, six? Oh, six. Oh, six? Yeah. Wow. Where, where was that, Matt? It was at uh, Logan Martin. It's a funny story about that because oh, 2005, I hit the road as a uh, co-angler on the FLW tour. I figured that was my best opportunity to get out and get my feet wet a little bit, meet some guys. And I did it by myself. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hit the road and, they, um, um, and just started kind of networking and, and met a few pros from North Carolina, Jeffrey Thomas, uh, Chris Elliott, some guys. They're not even in the game anymore, but yeah. some guys that really helped kind of kind of jumpstart my career and, and, and opened my eyes to the world of professional bass fishing. And I came back in 2000, after the uh, 2005 season, back to Shelby, North Carolina. And I told a little fellow by the name of Brian Thrift and Andy Montgomery, a couple guys back home. <laughs> uh, a couple guys. And I said, you know, I said, this was pretty cool. Y'all to hit the road with me next year. And we all do this as a co-hanger and travel together. They're like, yeah, I think we'll do that. Cause I knew they, you know, they were aspiring pros. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to chase that too. And, and we all three hit the road the next year and we traveled together as co-anglers and it's kind of funny because andy won the co-angler of the year title that year um him and i finished one and two in that forest wood cup as co-anglers and thrift of all people finished he was leading the co-angler of the year points title after the first three events and then he forgot to sign up for the fourth one in time and got on the waiting list um so he ended up not getting to fish like the fourth fifth and sixth event i think it was only six events at that time so because thrift didn't finish four five and six is probably why andy ended up winning the uh, the the co-anger in turn thrift didn't make the cup either as a co-anger and andy and i went on to have good finishes in the cup and and that kind of jump-started all our careers because in 07 we all three uh we all three were rookies in 07 on the fow tour wow Wow. that's amazing that's an amazing story so what's up with chris elliott we're st- well, I remember you know, Chris. Honestly, I remember yeah, Chris. I remember him from something about Mary. He was Woogie. What? <laughs> <laughs> was, nah, that was the other Chris. That's yeah, the Chris eyes That's died. a different yeah, Chris. Right, right. Come on. That's Wo- not the same Chris. What do you mean, come on? It's Woogie. Yeah, yeah the eyes not the same yeah. guy. He likes shoes? About. No, but here's here's what I wanted to say. First of all, I wanted to say the uh, only reason. So he's reason, good. Is what you're saying, Matt? He's good? Woogie's he's good. good. Yeah, right. no. The only reason Brian Thrift didn't get in that tournament is he missed the registration because he had to go get a pack of cigarettes. Oh. And the sun dropped. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's fun. Hey, we, fish, we fish those little Thursday night derbies every once in a while at the house there on a little lake called Moss Lake, and they're three-and-a-half-hour derbies on Thursday night. Yes. We've been fishing them since we were teenagers, and, and he, he, always, he always wants to take my boat, number one, which I'm like, whatever. You know, I, don't, I don't fight it anymore. He doesn't like to get his boat dirty, so that's, that's one thing. <laughs> the second thing is he purposely leaves empty packs of Marlboro Lights and, and crushed sundrop bottles in my little trash <laughs> department with the ranger over there on the passenger side and he like hides them i swear he hides them on purpose in different places in my boat (laughs) if i did that to him like he he would he would lose it he would absolutely lose it Uh, he told me he he finds you ten dollars for for everyone you break off because you don't retie enough (laughs) 
actually, that's that's one hundred percent correct. He does try to. <laughs> he, he charges me if, if we win a hundred bucks, which they don't pay. If you win the tournament, you win two hundred dollars, right? Yeah. And he charges me ten dollars for breaking fish off. But every time he breaks one off, it's always it was either my rod, so it's my fault, <laughs> or um, he's got some lame excuse, you know, whatever to save him ten bucks. So. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's right. What I wanted to say is that story was great because what is in the water and that and that. Where, where you guys live. What's in the water there? Because, dude, draw a 100-mile radius around Shelby, North Carolina. Uh. And, dude, it's like, what the hell is in the water there that produces so, – I, I mean, you guys are hammerheads. Like, honestly, what what is it? I, I need to know what is it. That's the first question. <laughs> old, this, old money? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's got to <laughs> be something in the water. It's like iron or a mineral or something. And then take me back to what it was like – to fish in a in a in a club a, a derb you know a get together with all those guys like that's what I want to know I'm trying to close my eyes yeah woogie and envision all you guys like battling out for a hundred dollars on a Thursday night it, <laughs> it's dude I tell you it honestly I, of course I admire y'all you know you especially get got you know for you're from Jersey I mean guys like uh, Scott Martin I was talking to him uh, yesterday Carpenter. about this and and. Uh, you know, guys from states like Florida and Jersey and, um, you know, Oregon or, or, or Brandon Polinick from Idaho, those are the ones that, that I admire the most because we have an advantage with the diversity of fisheries and things like that in the Carolinas, and that's, that helps hone our skills in a lot of different ways. We can become a little bit more versatile before we ever kind of jump in head first, but, but y'all are the ones that I, that I admire because you come, you come from a very uh, – Fishing um, sucks up here, Matt. <laughs> Do what now? Fishing sucks up here. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was better I'm back in the 80s. Yeah, we come, no doubt about it. I'm not going to say fishing sucks, but we definitely don't have the options that we have in the Carolinas. And yeah. and so y'all have to go out and, and kind of start from scratch and learn these these fisheries, uh, you know, from a whole different perspective. And, and that, that's what I really admire. But you ask what's in the water, I, I mean – Sundrop, Marlboro Lights, and Livermush. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the three keys right did you, there. Did you say Livermush? <laughs> Livermush. Livermush. Oh, yeah. What is that? That's Scrapple. Oh, really? That's their version of Scrapple, I think. Whoa. I think so. Yeah. Is it the You're, same? Lips, lips and assholes? <laughs> no. Well, what, what? How do you yeah, describe you, it? You don't. Ears. They don't put the ingredients on the label for a reason, but you just. Okay. We have a Livermush festival in Shelby, and it is. It's kind of like. Scrapple, I think that's what you said. Yeah, uh, yeah. Liver pudding. Kind of, it comes in a block. Liver pudding. Oh, my yeah, God. You slice it and fry it in a pan, and it's uh, – I love it. Yeah, I may I may have never ate Scrapple if they called that shit liver pudding up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Scrapple's a little horrible. bit of a sexier name. Yeah, Scrapple that. sounds like bacon. Just yeah. Bit, right? Yeah. Like somebody got in a fight. <laughs> just to get it on in a pan. Yeah. But liver pudding, my God. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, could you think of a worse thing? Like, what would you call a steak? Like, you know, like, I don't even know, dude. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know either. I failed on that. But I don't know. Matt, Matt, Matt. Hey, Matt, I got to take objection to one thing. How do you how do you, <laughs> how do you let the uh, Florida guys call it, like, have an aggrieved status with fishing? Yeah, like, they get to hook 100 fish in a day, and that, that they're going to all of a sudden, that, that one of those 100, they're not going to feel like the same fish when they go to South Carolina for a tournament? Get out of here. We can spend 12 <laughs> hours on the water, spend $200 in gas, and not catch one, dude. <laughs> Catch six and a half They're getting pounds. all them reps, and you're going to list them up here with the with, yeah, with the New yeah. Jersey and the Pennsylvania no, guys. No, Scott's yeah, got good. <laughs> they they only know like a speed worm and a big weight down here. I mean that's that's it. Yeah, like, but they get a hundred. Or a senko. 
That's it. Right. I, I'd say half of them guys, Stick if they grew up in Jersey, would not like fishing. <laughs> they would have gotten to something else. They no, they'd have been something. in drag racing or something. <laughs> yeah. no, they would have been teachers and freaking professors. <laughs> Graffiti artists, <laughs> mobsters. There's a lot of stuff up here. Uh, let me remind you, if you're watching and listening right now, if you have a question for Matt, Please chime through. Jake, we're going to be – you got some right now you want to pass yeah, through? Yeah, I got All right, what do you got? Uh, the first one we're going to start in is the best crankbait for springtime because guys are already uh, iced up and already thinking about spring. Wow. All right, Matt, I'm throwing that one to you. Best crankbait for springtime. Oh, uh, well, let's narrow it down colors first. I like red, red or orange. I mean, I keep it pretty simple as far as my color selection. I keep it simple year-round as far as my color selection. I don't get too crazy. But, um, you know, I um, – <laughs> I tell you, I'll be without without throwing some uh, some lame sponsor plug out there. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about the little uh, y'all gotta help me here. The little Berkeley bait that came out last year, little flat side. Yeah, Fritz side. Heck yeah. Uh, thank you, the Fritz side. Heck Fritz, yeah. I said flat side. Fritz side. And uh, you know, I'm 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 not a Berkeley sponsored guy, but that that that's like that sucker. Just I mean, everybody everybody I know I know at our Loudon Teleco event last year. I think everybody in the field had one tied on, whether they tell you they did or not, but. Everybody was catching on that that little dude, and and I like just little homemade flat sides. You know, a lot of the guys in East Tennessee kind of turned me on to that young in my career, and, and a little flat side homemade balsa bait. You know, I love that early spring catches. Just gets a lot of bites. Catches big ones too. Matt, thank you for answering that way, Matt. Because I don't know who you're sponsored by, but I was waiting for you to tell us about some Livingston lure or something. <laughs> like, thank you for answering <laughs> yeah. that way, dude. I appreciate it, yeah. man. That is. I'm not that guy. I'm not. Thank that you. Guy. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We have, I applaud that. We, yeah. We, we we have a little podcast uh, called Let's Talk Fish, and, and we do a lot of educational interaction on that show. And that's that's one thing that we we talked about at the very beginning of it. You know, we don't want to. I'm a lunker hunt guy. I've been with lunker hunt for a long time. They know how I feel about them. They know how I feel. You know, they uh, we it, it, we're like a family. And 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 I tell I tell them all the time. I say, look, guys, you know, I'm I'm not going to go out here and write a big article about some strike king bait or something yeah. like that. But I'm not ever going to lie either. You know, so Thank you. Um, that's just that's just the way I've. That, that's the way I've built my career and my reputation. I want to keep it that way. Yeah, it's very refreshing. And here, and here's the other thing, real quick, Dave. I, I, we, we talked earlier about technology and and the media and the coverage, dude. I like the fact now, and I got to see it all last year. I sat back and watched all you guys fish. I like the fact that there are no secrets anymore. You know what I mean? Like there are no secrets. Like <laughs> Lake Lake Fork was a great one. Uh, and they just had a replay this morning on Bassmasters, one Lee, Lee Livesey one, uh, because you actually got to see what dudes were throwing, right? And you got to see these big glide baits by these little companies that sell 100 baits a year, and, you know, you got to see – Tater hog. Yeah, tater hog, yeah, right. and you got to see – yeah, what color topwater is everybody throwing? A bone super spook. Yep, the whole field had that topwater. You know what I mean? It was refreshing, and I think I like that, that bass fishing today – 20 years ago, dudes were lying, you know. But today, the way it's covered, you can't really, can't really lie. You so know? let me ask you what, what he just answered and how he answered that, Mike. So, like, we go to a concert. Yeah. John, Brian, and I, we're watching the band and we're listening to the music. Yeah. You're watching the lead man to see how he's interacting with the crowd. Yeah. And getting the energy. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Being honest like that. Yeah. Like, why, why are more guys not like that? Why, are, why does that obvious snake oil in in this industry so yeah. much whereas not so much like what he just did how he answered that. yeah well i'm i'm gonna add, i'd like to hear matt's opinion on that too but i'm i'm gonna answer it and i'm gonna give you two reasons you know the one is in our sport for years and years and years and years it was always evil to give away secrets 
it was something you didn't want to do. Like guys were so guarded with stuff. Like I remember when I was a co-angler in the night in the in the early '90s and mid '90s, dude, dude, dudes were hiding shit. They, I mean, they <laughs> wouldn't even pull out their rod until you got on a spot. It'd be 30 minutes left in tournament. They'd tie the lure off, and they, you know, they're they're very secretive. So that was one. That's one reason. The other reason is, and this is. This is our own fault, and this is something that has to change in a sport, which is we have, let, we have let our sponsors get to a point where we're so scared, to be honest, that we're going to get fired or we're going to get left go or we're going to get replaced. That's, that's sad when, when we're in that <coughs> environment. And that's – I'll be honest. That's not the sponsor's fault. That's our fault. That's our fault for accepting that from them. From signing that contract, you know what I mean. So because a, as a regular Joe like I am, I'm yeah. less likely to buy anything the snake oil sells, and way more likely to buy what he just did. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, authentic, authentic yeah. display, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Authentic, and it's uh, to me, it's one of the positive. I mean, hell, you talk about hiding something. His best buddy, yeah, Thrift, yeah, had the Manhattan Project. He was hiding all the mirrors <laughs> in the chatterbait, dude. You know what I mean? That chatterbait was the Manhattan Project <laughs> fishing, dude. Come Friend. on. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah. Thrift's pretty good at hiding stuff. I can tell you that. And he's got more blue dots. He's got more blue dots than anybody I know. That's another thing, too. Uh, You met Matt. You mentioned something about your podcast. I want to talk about that. Change subjects a little bit. You've got a really good one. Uh, Let's let's talk fish. And you your podcast has been around for a long time. How many years have have you guys gone on? Uh, I think we're going on three years. We've been on a little yeah. hiatus the past month and a half because we've been building out a new studio. But we're we'll be back in the studio here probably in the next week to two, one to two weeks to get back in the groove of things and getting cranked up for the season. But yeah, we and, and apologies to everybody that that's been sending me messages. Where where the hell have y'all been? I'm like we're just we're try, we're gonna make it worth your while. We want a studio like Ike Lives guy. So, you know, we, <laughs> so we, We've been building it out, and uh, but yes, no, I appreciate the kind words. But going on three years now, and, and yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. And 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 thrift, thrift is a little. We're, we're kind of opposite personalities, but sometimes that that works well, you know, when you when you do these things. Yeah. And uh, and y'all have kind of the same chemistry there. I mean, I've I've watched your show off and on for years, and and it's uh, it's a cool atmosphere, cool setting, and 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 makes the viewers very comfortable and fun to interact with. And and you know, in, engagement with the fans to me is the 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 most uh, the most entertaining part of it and the most satisfying part of it to be able to answer questions and and, and you know our sport unlike uh, a lot of the other professional sports out there you know you, you can't get on an NBA chat podcast and, yeah. and, and interact with LeBron James or something you know yeah. and that's that's what's so cool about our sport really is yeah super cool and I I looked at the comments um, your the podcast you've got on iTunes and you've got on all those things and you can see the comments you've got a great fan base that appreciate that they appreciate do. you yeah, and yeah. they you could see it through the comments which was really cool i was reading through some of them but let me let you know this is like live man you got to be honest here right this is our <laughs> one rule that I, I thought I was doing pretty good so far. You're doing good. You're doing well, good. Hey, you know, can I say something? If you're yeah. going to have a nightlife studio, you can't be talking about that crankbait. You better talk about them people that are paying the bills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to get nightlife. <laughs> Go get alcohol sponsors. Yeah. That's the key. Yes. Uh, you have to be honest when I ask you this. It's the only reason it, we still have a show, I think. I, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Me and Brian have been talking about this since COVID. It's like since COVID, there's been 2,000 fishing podcasts that have popped up. And like it, it almost to the p- and and there's a couple new ones that are okay, 
but a lot of them are absolute junk. Does it, <laughs> pi- does it piss you off a little bit that, like, all these new people are starting? Bi- and you got to be honest, because it pisses me and Brian off a little bit. We're like, what the hell? Does it really piss you off? For eight years, and all of a sudden, no, I wouldn't say pisses off, but it's like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Does it does Well, it when I get a guest a on that just did something really cool, and we're, like, the, the 22nd person yeah. that's had them on, yeah. and they did that cool thing a week right, ago, and I right. couldn't get them on sooner. Right. And I'm like, damn it. And, I, you know, it's, it is what it is. But, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a t- sign of times. But I don't know. want to wreck Matt's question. Yeah, do, I, I have a retort do you for have, that. Do you have any a, any anger or frustration about the other 3,000 podcasts? And if you don't lie and say you do. <laughs> <laughs> I really – it is what it is. I mean, I don't right. want to sound cliche and, and, and sit here and say, yeah, this guy pissed me off or this guy – because it, it – you know, I – I think anything that helps grow the sport's a positive. And, and like I said, I hate to sound cliche, but there are there. I mean, there's several that started right there around the house. Not long after we got ours cranking and it was, it was kind of odd, but they do more local tournament information and regional stuff and things like that. But um, you know, I've, I've sampled about, I don't want to say all the ones out there. I'm sure there's still a bunch that I don't know about, but I've sampled a lot of them. And, uh, and there's only three or four that I really, really, you know, listen to pretty religiously on the road. And, yeah. and some of the, some of them, I, I mean, I'd be lying. There's one or two I listen just to see what kind of drama pops up each week. But, uh, <laughs> but the other ones are, you know, like, like y'all's is, is just more of a laid back kind of cover every, every little corner. And, and it talks about the industry a little bit, jokes a lot. You know, y'all are very diverse in, in that, in that aspect. And, and that's, I really appreciate that from a podcast because it's more entertaining to me. And it, it's uh, of course it helps pass, Helps pass the time when we're driving twenty something hours cross country too. So yeah. see that Mikey wants longer shows, not shorter. I know, I know. <laughs> well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think we were being sabotaged here. Oh, I know it, but it could be. It could be. Uh, Matt, I want to change topics, and I want to go to. We're this changing topic. already. Uh, yeah, I do want to change topics. Oh. I want to talk about something because I got a I got a highlight on my notes here, oh. and I want to start by saying before I even bring this up. I w- I was in this boat in my career many a times. I want to remind everybody. Uh, the, the year that Skeet Reese won the Bassmaster Classic, I lost by uh, six ounces there. Oh, yeah. Um, the year, that same summer, that next, or that next year, was the next year the same? No, it was the same year. Same year. In Pittsburgh, I lost the FLW Championship by three ounces to Greg Hackney. That was Hackney. a rough one. So Oof. that's less than a pound. I've lost two championships in the same year. So I, kn- I know that. So I'm, I'm asking you this question because I understand. The Classic – that you came the, the classic we just had you came second it was the most amazing thing and i watched it and you got great exposure and i, I think a lot of people got to get introduced to you the first time but you did have the winning fish on you did right you you had a fish on that t- talk about that because like i i hate i hate to sound like a sore loser but i'm still like i still think mm. about those lost fish that i had in oh, those yeah. events the one that i lost the skeet I can think about a fish that threw a tube on me. That was the winning fish. At the Pittsburgh one, I lost a small, a 12 and a half inch smallmouth on a shaky head that threw me. I set the hook on a bridge pile and got halfway to the boat and jumped 80 feet in the air and threw my shaky head. That was the winning fish. Dude, no one knew though. That was probably 11 and three quarters. It was probably 11 and three yeah, quarters. So maybe it wasn't. But um, but do you think about those things? Does it does it haunt you, or are you are you the kind of guy that's like you know what? That's that. Keep going. I was doing really good until you started talking about it again. 
Thanks for bringing that up. Now, and the, re- the, the reason I, was, I, ask, I ask this is I need therapy, Matt. you got to be my therapist tonight. Help yes, me deal yeah, with my loss. Yeah, I, I should. You should have been the first one I called because that, you know, that's that's it's yeah, it haunts you a little bit. I mean, you know how it is, but it, it it's luckily it happened to me when I was basically about 12 years deep into my career. And and yeah. I had been fortunate to win a couple events over at FLW when I was there. And, and you know, I I became a, a, a believer that, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. But, you know, yes, I had a couple opportunities that day, missed opportunities, but so did probably everybody else in the field. I mean, I know Kennedy lost like multiple giants and, and you know there were several guys that, that lost a, a lot of uh, really big fish in that event which we were dealing with high water and a lot of gnarly shoreline cover and, and that's part of fishing like that right but yeah. you know it, it, it's yes i mean i i'd be lying if i said I, I haven't thought about it i mean no less than a hundred times since june you know but yeah. um because that is truly a once in a lifetime opportunity to win a tournament of that caliber and it's truly the biggest stage in our sport and that's um but you know what it, it i tell you what a second place finish does it it, it kind of rekindled a fire inside of me that, that hadn't been hadn't been sparked in a few years because I hadn't mm-hmm. I hadn't been able to close the door on an elite win yet since I came over and had some close opportunities fishing a couple of those events too and and uh, you know I, I I just I'm I'm fired up ready to go I can't wait till the next classic the next opportunity and and uh, it just makes you want it even that much more I mean it really does yeah I'd, I'd agree with that I I think uh, I think loss and and getting close and sniffing at it sometimes makes you want to get it even more, you know? So, and I, I agree with that. Like I look back on it and my, you know, the way that I I'm consoled by my losses, you know, I had, I had the classic win, you know? So to Thank God, right. Yeah. To miss <laughs> right. a chance, you know, and you're early in your career, you know? So, uh, you know, it, it it's going to happen. You just got to keep fishing and it'll happen. But don't you, you know? think winners hate losing more than they like winning? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think you have to have that. You have to have right. that. That ne- absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to call it negative yeah. energy, but you have to have that burn. If you don't have to have that burn, if you don't, that burn's not in there. You and you and you're like, you know, winning. Uh, who, who cares? You know, you know, kind of like Steve Kennedy's like that. But um, uh, <laughs> Pat, Patton, General Patton said something like that. He said, "Give me a room full of winners, and if they're all dead, replace them with lo- guys that hate losing." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said something like that, dude. Yeah. I might have messed it up, but that's probably. Well, you, you can hear it in your in your uh, your statement there, Matt. Like the the second place is causing you to burn, and that's the difference, right? That's the difference in the champions. Uh, they they use that as motivation, and uh, Grace, you won almost a million dollars over at FLW. Yeah, you know, so Dang. you're you're a seasoned seasoned veteran, and you're crushing it. I I, I rewatched that that. Uh, classic day and uh what what an amazing deal man what an amazing adjustment to change the color of the frog uh to get to get get that done man it was that was insane they were missing the other color yeah they were and i but you know it is it was it slicked off that morning there wasn't any movement in the water and i was throwing a popping style frog before i switched to and i i went to more of a regular style and, and switched over to solid white there had been a little bit of a shad spawn i didn't i hadn't found that but um, there was definitely some 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 bait in the area I was fishing, and and you know that typically during a shad spawn type deal, I'll I'll stick with white white colors, especially on yeah. frog. But um, I, they were eating that popping frog really good earlier in the week, and and it was just a bluegill colored popping frog. And um, but it's funny because a lot of nine times out of ten frog fishing, you're just like, you know, if they're missing it, they're missing it. If they're eating it, they're eating it. Sometimes a little color change doesn't make that big a difference, but it 
it made a pretty big difference that day. I mean, they started choking it, and they were missing the other one for whatever reason. So uh, that was that was fun, fun to watch fishing open, almost kind of open water frog fishing. You know, you know, fishing in on the outside edges of the bushes. It's just really cool for guys that fish frogs. You know, we always think mats, grass, uh, but you know, you did it there in the classic, man. You were. It was really, really wonderful video footage from Bassmasters, too. Yeah, they got was. every single strike, you know? Yeah, it was incredible. It was awesome. Uh, let me remind you, if you're watching and listening, if you've got a question for Matt Airy, please hit us up. Jake, what do you got? I know you got a few coming through. What do you got for him? Oh, hold on a second. Go ahead, Brian. There we are. I don't know if we can uh, mention this, but there's a guy going to Hartwell. His name is Ryan Williams. Yeah. He, wa he, he wants a, a hot tip on where to go. He's going there soon. Oh, he wants the tip. He wants on the Hartwell. tip. Oh. throw a Senko. Oh yeah, we can give we can give him a tip. I, I don't. Matt can't get any information, but we can give him a tip. Sure. When is he going? He's going soon. Month. Soon. Yeah. A month. He's oh, going to be there during the classic. Right during the classic. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> yeah, he wants to show up right at the classic, <laughs> and, and he's going to follow guys around to see if he can catch them better than everybody else. <laughs> um, I, yes, yes, we love those guys. Uh, no, honestly, a, a tip at Hartwell, I would say, you know, the backs of the Go to Sandy Cooper. Go to Sandy Cooper. Yeah, don't, don't stay at Hartwell. Uh, the, only, the only good tip I would have is I know that in the mornings, first thing in the morning, like when the sun comes up till about 8, 9 o'clock, the herring are in the backs of the ditches. And they go back there like when it's dark. They get way in the back of those drains. And then as that sun comes up, you know, they're still back there, but they start to work their way back out. So you can go in the backs of those drains and ditches with, like, a fish head spin, a suspending jerk bait, you know, something like that, uh, uh, a, a metal blade bait, you know, and you can catch a lot of fish in the backs of the drains. I don't know. Matt, you got a tip for him for Hartwell this time of the year? Yeah, I mean, you gave one of the best ones there is. I, I tell you, if you're going soon, you know, um, I was down there recently before the cutoff of the Classic, and the water was relatively – well, really, unseasonably warm. It was still in the upper 50s. And uh, fish were scattered really bad. They were anywhere from a foot to 40 feet deep, which is not uncommon for Hartwell. But, um, you know, if you get a little weather, that, to me, the, the lower third of that lake is is uh, relatively clear pretty much all over. And, and it, it fishes uh, somewhat similar to some of the lakes around the house in that clear water. If you get the right conditions one day and you get you get a little front, you get a little wind, things like that, You can, I mean, you can get on a pretty epic crankbait bite. Uh, that time of year in that clean water. A lot of people are, are scared to throw a crankbait in super clear, gin clear water like that. But if you get the right conditions and a little bit of little bit of wind, um, you know, sun or clouds or a little mix of both. But if you get a little bit of wind and pick up a crankbait, and you, you can get some good bites and catch some big ones that way too. And then and there was a little bit. I mean, I'm not I'm not scared to say anything about what I found down there because it's going to change a lot in March anyway. Yeah. I didn't do much fishing, did more riding, but. Um, we had, I had some wind the first day down there. It was nasty. It was, it was, it was chilly, but the water was still in the upper fifties and, and caught a, quite a few, you know, decent fish throwing a crankbait around. So, and that was, that was on the lower third of the lake. Um, but yeah, he's going out there soon. I'd put a crankbait in my hand, cover water, unless you get bluebird skies and no wind. And then you're going to be, uh, uh it's just going to be tough. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck. Yeah. What else, what else you got, Jake? You're going to be close here. You're going to be fishing Russell during the classic right i will yeah you guys will be you guys will be up on hartwell fishing the actual classic 
and I'm going to be fishing the kayak classic. That's crazy. Down on Russell. So. That's crazy. That's Very how you excited. know this this isn't really <laughs> real life anymore. No, it's not real no. life. No. Like I can at least fish in the kayak classic during the classic. <laughs> this is all it, this is all fake. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the thousand Matrix. percent. Does yeah, that count as like actually making a classic? It so, does count as a classic. Yeah. So so you make it like ne- next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I keep know. it going. I keep, keep going. I, I want to. Hey, dude, it's a tournament. I want to win. Oh yeah. It's right. a bank fishing tournament. I want to win it. Matt, uh, Matt, I got a question. Have you have you thrown the BTC? Oh, the Brian Thrift Crank? The, the Brian Thrift Crank? Oh, thing? that's what he says it's called. Brian the Carpenter the Crank. BTC? Yeah, what's up yeah, with that, man? Yeah, I, yeah, I've thrown a little bit. I ain't caught a damn thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, Fair I'm enough. kidding. It, it's, actually, it's actually a little legit. It's a legit little dude. I've, I've the, actually caught a few the fish. Bill, the, the Bill's I, loose. I witnessed Thrift catch him on it, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> Bill's uh, loose. The hooks are dull. <laughs> no trebles. Swim straight parts. Do the bills snap off like uh, Pete's yeah. Silent Killer? It yeah, actually the, smokes the, eye. the water. Little little thing of smoke. <laughs> the, the, eye, the eye is rectangular. <laughs> paint chips in the wake. Yeah, but it, no. But here's the thing: the paint job's great on that. They even gave it an anus and everything on the paint job. <laughs> you slap the BTC crank once in the water to get the grass. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Brian Thrift, just so you know, this is all directed at me. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for this. Not to Miki or your crank camera. All right, I got... We we, we like to call it Speckle Gray. Speckle (laughs) (laughs) Gray. Brian the Carpenter. Spackle. (laughs) Yeah, you spackle in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) I think Brian... And then a year later, and then a year later, Rust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> by, by, by the way, I've fished like three times, both them dudes combined. Maybe f- I know. five times, both I know. them combined. Yeah. But look at them go. No, you fish way more than they did. They don't, they don't deserve to be laughing. They're like the two that. old guys from the Muppets that sat up on the balcony. I know. Hip- <laughs> hypocrites sitting up in the balcony, throwing stones. The Swedish fish. Yeah. Swedish fish. Drop in the balcony. All right. I, I can see. All right. I, I got see. a question. Back I got a question here. coming for Matt from our Instagram account. This is from Derek Forcheck, and Derek wants to know, uh, Matt, is it true your nickname is Pickles? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not. Uh, that, that, that was a – they when we first started LTF, we first started Let's Talk Fish with three years ago or whatever, and, and uh, they were talking about nicknames. All of a sudden, somebody just said, well, hey, y'all got to have nicknames, you know, because, you know, smoke, thrift smoke, if yeah. nobody knows, oh, yeah. nickname is smoke. It's always been smoked. So then they were like, well, we're going to vote on nicknames. So everybody started sending in, and for whatever reason, why, I don't know, but Pickles is the one that actually won the <laughs> little nickname tournament there. And, uh, yeah, but um, as far as the LTF viewers are concerned, yeah, they call me Pickles. Gotcha. Let's change his nickname right now to Truth. Truth. Yeah. Matt Truth. Yeah. Barry, Truth. Man. Like, hey, I'll take that over Pickles any day. Yeah. <laughs> Truth's a cooler name. Yeah, get rid of Pickles. Like Whoever that. gave you that, don't, don't, don't let people do Truth that. Truth like, sounds like, like a street name. It could nah. be like a rapping that, Dude, that's an NBA thing. name. When you walk on the court, an NBA name. that's an NBA, NBA name. name. When you right. walk on the freaking court, yeah, the, the truth. Right? And he's got legit game. Yeah, that's yeah. the truth. Wow, yeah. the truth. Yeah. The yeah. That's what that is. Wow. Well, like, if I'm that ends truth. up taking off, 
you got to give Dave like a 0.3% royalty on it. I don't need nothing like that, man. Nah. All right, just free worms. Are, are, are we done with fishing with him? Can I ask him something outside no, of fishing? Of course you can. Right. So, <laughs> Matt, Matt, you said you said you uh, like to unwind, get rid of fishing. Like, what do you do? What do you do when you're not fishing? Uh, a couple. I mean, I spend a lot of time in a tree. Honestly, I'm a big bow hunter and I love to bow hunt. But um, other than bow hunting, it's it's family time for me. You know, I got two young girls, nine and four, and yeah. uh, spend a lot of time with them. Um, this is we're down here in Isla Mirada with just my wife and I, and this is the maybe the second trip in like five years that we've taken without the kids. So, wow, that's <laughs> um, awesome. This, this is a this is a rare occurrence for us. But most most of my downtime is spent uh, in the off season hunting. Um, you know, obviously prepping for the following season, but then spending as much time with those girls as I can. Yeah. So I I don't hunt, I'm sorry, Brehead Brian. No, so you're, you're up. So I don't hunt. I don't hunt, Matt. But I need you to help me out with something. I follow yep. alternative news, right? <laughs> now, unfortunately, in, in the Carolinas, are, are you guys like when you when you can, when you when you get your deer, are you getting it tested for chronic wasting disease? Do you even know what that is? Yeah, CWD. I mean, we, yeah. we're aware of it. We've had some EHD, some hemorrhagic disease, what they call blue tongue. Yeah, um, it's different than CWD, but we've had very few cases, if any, in my immediate area in the whole state. And that they they put limitations on on transporting. Uh, you know, wild game across state lines now because of CWD, spread of CWD. But we don't have that issue in the Carolinas that I'm aware of at all, really. What I'm following now is this guy from Montana is talking about all the game up there being just riddled with it. Hmm. And this is meat that doesn't affect – this doesn't affect you immediately. If you have a 10-year-old that eats the meat, 25 years later he's getting the effects of this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. Hmm. Correct me if if you hear something different. Oh, now, I have not heard that, and and I didn't know that Um, – I did not know that that was an issue that that could be passed on to humans, and I sure hadn't heard about it 25 years later. But um, that's, Dave, was that's this so, was this where, on your where did you, where did you your source was? That's from what I'm going to say. Anyone exactly. anyone looking for the source? It's it's Can Am Missing Project. The author's name is Dave Politis. It's on YouTube. Can Am Missing Project. All right. Dave also watches uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. And... Yeah, I was going to say that that sounds reliable. No, go <laughs> listen to what he has to say. He's a retired Sacramento police officer who investigates missing people in, in, in state parks. The thousands of missing people that just every year vanish in state parks and no one knows what happened to them. Huh. It's very intriguing stuff to watch, but he's also huh. talking about things that no one else is talking about, like this chronic wasting disease. Yeah, yeah. And zero I'm going to check call. it out. You, you, you sparked my curiosity, so I'm going to check that yeah, out. Yeah, Can-Am Missing Project Dave Politis. Politis. Yep. Dave Politis it is. Uh, I got one. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. What do you got? Where are we at? What's that website or YouTube? Uh, the website. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so Wayne Morris wants to know, and this is a question for Mike, Pete, Matt. Um, <laughs> as a co-angler. Not so much John or, or no, Dave. No, definitely, no. Well, Dave, no. You, 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 yeah. As Any, a co-angler. Everybody, I've everybody. thought of co-anglers. Everybody. As a co-angler, smoking on a boat. Yeah. Oh, smoking on a boat. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can I smoke. Yeah, is basically what Wayne's saying. Can yeah. I smoke? I don't have a problem with it. Like I, I've, I've been in. So, so boats. how does how does you know, a, you well, know the, the an, correct, an aspiring smoker approach well, the, the situation? I, I think the correct thing to do as a co angler would be to say, "Do you mind if I <coughs> smoke in your boat?" I mean, yeah. you know, I have I have co anglers ask me that, and I don't mind. Yeah. You know, Matt. Same. Hey, I, I, I'll go ahead, Pete. No, I just same. I just. Uh, you know, I've seen where, you know, I've had this happen where their ambers or embers uh, burn big holes in the carpet or something <laughs> like that. So, you know, I, I don't I don't ever stop them. I just bring it to their attention. I said, yeah, just just don't burn us out. 
So in, that, my, in my very short experience, I found that if, like, you have a young guy, it's okay. But like Pete said, if you get an old guy from Georgia, <laughs> he's going to have, like, a 40-millimeter ash hanging off the end of it. And you're just waiting for Georgia. it. Yeah, you're just waiting for it to fall on your seat and <laughs> singe you. No, I, I've seen he, that. He's smoking one, and he's already lighting the other one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the end of it looks like an ugly stick. It's, like, hanging off <laughs> that cigarette. Oh. So if he's uh, a Senko guy, he's probably not paying attention to his cigarette. It just reminds yeah. me of getting yelled at by my dad when I smell the smoke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I never said no to nobody. Uh, worse, worse, worse for me is chewing tobacco. Like I, I, you know, That's yeah, it, it's nasty. I, I remember I was talking to Woo Dave's in his boat, and I, I was coming over to his boat. We were on, on the, you know, the lawn trip, and I'm leaning on his boat, and I'm just talking to him, and uh, you know, he chews tobacco like all day, every day. And I go to walk away, and I'm stuck to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> The whoosh. What, he spit on your foot like Jesse Ventura did to that guy on the helicopter ride in Predator? Remember that? <laughs> spit it right on his foot. What? Remember that? No. I would, I would rather, I'm with That's you, Pete. I'd rather you smoke, I'd rather somebody smoke than, than, than chew tobacco because I used to fish with a buddy of mine. We fished team tournaments together, and Woogie. he chewed, he just straight up red man chew, and there would oh. be a a brown stain and the whole rim of the back top of my ranger on the back deck would be oh, just God. just blotched brown and i'm oh. like dude can you not his name i'm not gonna say his name but he, he I can't <laughs> is it that hard to lean over the side and spit and he he's one of them guys that when he spit it would run down right right here oh, yeah. all, and just oh, yeah. be it would be everywhere and that's i didn't want to have to ever clean that up again that was nasty it eventually affects the way they talk you know like <laughs> Their lip gets deformed, like it, it has a weird like cup in it. Their teeth, the bottom teeth, you can see more of them than you can the top because huh. it precedes the gums. Huh. Like I don't know why you would do that. I'd oh. rather just smoke a cigarette. I don't know. People love it, man. They People love it. People seem to really like it. <laughs> People seem to love this. Sorry yeah. for you guys. I, I, I don't what am I even talking no, about. Right. Dude, so, all right, so that we covered hours that. in the boat. I mean, <laughs> driving down to Florida with Pep. <laughs> and, he's, and he's spitting. It's like a rap song uh. for 18 hours. Like. Oh yeah, the sound. Uh, yeah, because when you yeah, talk, it's got a rhythm to it. Because when you yeah. talk to them, they'll be like, and then I told that dude, you know, and then, then they'll uh, finish yeah. the thing. You know, yeah. they'll stop at mid sentence to get it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a beat. I, when I worked up north, I worked with guys that yeah. did that. Like northwestern New Jersey, they chewed the shit out of that dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, uh, Matt. We're we're gonna let you go here. We know we appreciate your wife. We appreciate your wife for carving out some time for us. I do want to ask you one last question. 2022. Elite season's coming up. Do you have one event that you're looking forward to the most out of, out of the whole schedule? Yeah, and that's that's easy for me. It's it's uh, a, a, am I saying this right, Mike? Oahe. You're saying it right. Correct. That's correct. Oahe. Okay. Yeah. So and 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 the reason is just because it, it's a it's a place I've never been, and you know I yeah. as a fisherman I am always curious to go to new venues, and yes. um, yeah. you know that is a place I've never been to. I've heard really cool things about it. I've never been to North or South Dakota, um, so it'll be a new adventure for me, and, and I always look forward to new new places. Hey, yeah. Matt, nobody's been to North or South Dakota. South yeah. Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota's <laughs> governor's a smoke show, dude. Christy Nome. Oh, oh she's pretty hot. Right, well, is she really? No doubt, oh, she's dude. smoke show. Maybe she'll come to the tournament. Yeah, How do you spell that? <laughs> N-O-E-M, Christy Nome. Wow. Right, look that up later. Wow. Uh, Matt, we appreciate you coming on the show. Dude, it was it was great having you on. Will you come on again after you win one of these things? Absolutely. I appreciate y'all having me, man. I've had a blast. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, have, a, have a good remainder of your uh, – 
vacation down in Florida. Hey, tell your wife thank you. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Will do. Will, uh, I will do. See y'all soon. Thanks. Later, Matt Airy, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Matt. Yes. Awesome. That was awesome. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Pete. Mike, I would like to invite everybody to come <laughs> see the truth at the, the Bash University. Oh, oh, that's right. Matt, that's truth. right. Matt, Matt's yep. speaking with us. What are, off the top of your head, you know what topics he's talking about? Truth. Uh, he, he's <laughs> he's going to be speaking true the stuff. truth. You're right. He's speaking uh, truth. Yeah, All things yeah, well, true. The, uh, uh, underspins, which kind of relates to how to catch fish, but he's got a really cool uh, underspin that he designed. And uh, he's also going to be tackling when things get tough. Um, which you know, is, how to which make is every day in New Jersey. Every day, all the all the Jersey people need to watch. Yeah. January January twenty third. Go go over to thebassuniversity.com, Get yourself signed up. The yeah, truth. Yeah, the truth. We'll be speaking right. the truth. I like it. That's a way better nickname than Pickles. No, if yeah, if right. any of these guys want nicknames, they can reach out to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I'm on Telegram at Dave Brodzik. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Right. Can you put that up on the screen a little later in the time. show? That's, That's the only place you can find them. Yeah, it's all in right. place on uh, there. I used to be on Parlor, then that got shut down, and yeah. never came back on. The thing is, when you Yo. sign up, when you sign up for Telegram, though, you get like bugs and viruses. Nah, you don't. And all you can get it off stuff. the Play Store. You're fine. Really? Don't, don't never download the European version. That's when you get it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's my, maybe I got, that's what I tried to you do. You know what's crazy? I got a freaking text message the other day saying that Donald Trump has this new. Um, oh, Truth Social. How do I get a text message about that stuff, though? You probably called Dave, Dave signed Dave. you up for it. You probably, has, just, you probably just, have him as a contact in your phone. Dude, that's somehow. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you what that's like. Let me tell you what that's like. Go that's ahead. somehow like so. I th- this pisses me off to no end. Yes. So I don't know, like my last iPhone or something I got, right? Apple, you know. So I get the iPhone and I'm like, uh, I had to get my music transferred, and I transferred my music from my old iPhone to my new one. So Let me I get my music my, and viruses. Yeah. So I got all my music trans- <laughs> transferred over. So then you know it's Apple Music or whatever the the iTunes or whatever. So then I like. Go and I'm like, cool, I got all my music. I plug in my phone, I'm driving, and I'm listening. And I know every song that's on there because there are albums and bands that I like and songs I like. And all oh of a sudden, I'm driving. God. You know what I'm going to say? All of a sudden, dude, a U2. Oh, my God, the Bono U2 song, song. starts uh. playing. And I'm like. That's a few years ago. A few years ago. Yeah, dude, I perk up and I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. No, 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 they fucking didn't. Deep State. No, dude, no, no, sure no. as shit. There's now, YouTube down automatically download it on yeah. my phone. Dude. I wanted to kill YouTube. <laughs> uh, YouTube, uh, Bono. The, the I wanted to strangle them. The globalists. No, no. Apple actually has something going on with YouTube. It's right? crap. And they, 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 they load they load their music onto the freaking Apple phone before you even get it. Can we yeah. make fun of YouTube people? You want to do that? Because I never understood. I have no that problems band. with that, man. I never understood YouTube. Every girl that I ever met that likes YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Right? It's freaking oh, a oh disaster. Boy. Any today. girl I ever met any girl I ever met that I like you too didn't want to talk to me after the second sentence. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What is it all about? Guy can't fucking sing. The only, <laughs> the only good part about that band is actually the, the guitarist. Dude, it is it, is, it is the walk in music to a suicide. <laughs> you too? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. If I was gonna kill myself, I would oh, walk yeah. into that room to you. I mean listen, I'm not gonna debate it, but let's probably Oh, uh, yeah, let's, right. let's move on. But, <laughs> I think you're but all right, yeah, and right. I agree, but you're let's right. move but on. That's what it reminds me of. Um, 
let me thank you guys for watching the show. We, we have one <laughs> more it. segment left. We're, no, we're going to oh. take a break. We're still we're still pretty good on time. I like this. Yeah, we're hour, yeah, hour, hour, hour. Yeah, look at that. We got yeah. we got Which fake we got fake uh, uh, yeah. time restrictions. No, I know we have fake people time that aren't watching the show. But listen to me. The third segment's coming up, and we got some special stuff happening. We have a special <laughs> in studio guest appearance from Dem Belmar Boys, and then we're also going to be doing a MTB okay. unboxing. John, you're going to help us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty tonight. good at that stuff. And Pete, <laughs> here's the best thing of all. In this third segment, we're going to be taking live Zoom callers, live Zoom guests. We're going to be that's, giving away prizes. Yes. I can't wait matters. for this. This is going to be a good one. Yep. Let's take a break. Brian, Brian can you this? kick like Cable 4 or something? What is it? Can you kick Cable 4 loose so you won't know how to put back in? Don't listen to Dave. All right. So Valdez is coming? Uh, I don't know. We'll I have see. no idea. All right. Hang in there. When we come back, more of Ike Live. Yes. All right. All right, Dave. All I'm going to say is. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have an experience. You know, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting, yeah. it's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. A and, uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. It'd be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so, mu so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature, conservation, conservation. Uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way. We're trying to help with that. So it's, it's important, it's important for us. Yeah. We're proud of it. Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? What if we celebrated taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures? And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? What if? Founders All Day IPA, low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Chase your what if. 
four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama Bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. It's more than who you are. It's who you with. And it's more than what you do. It's where you do it. Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey. John, get out of the camera.